I tried to smile at her. Miss Fenimore needed a smile. Can I work while you interrogate? Her face darkened. I climbed back into the trailer. It offered almost enough headroom to stand, but not quite. I kicked off my heels and kneeled down before the cloth-draped square on the right side of the trailer. The first question is your full name and address. I pulled the drape from the painting. Alex Skip Thorson, 36, North Broadway, Jackson, Wyoming, 36, 24, 36. Miss Fenmore's pencil stopped. That's your zip code? My phone number. Really? So much for Miss Know-it-all. It's a joke, Rita. I put my clipboard on the floor of the trailer and picked up the painting. Inching out backward, I stepped to the concrete floor to look at the painting in the light. The large canvas was covered with a painting of a mountain landscape a la Albert Burstadt, complete with rosy rainbow over the lake and magical mountains that looked cool yet inviting. Rita sucked in her breath. Like it? She nodded. Much. I looked closely at an odd patch in the upper right corner. I poked daintily at the spot. A tiny piece came off on my finger. Miss Thorson, the lieutenant said to make sure you didn't damage any of the works. Did he? I leaned the Bierstadt imitator against the trailer and stood back. It was good, very good. This one isn't going into any museums anyway. Rita rounded the trailer to look at the painting. A forgery, but it's so beautiful. Well, the best ones are. I hung the cloth back over the painting. The in-depth stuff was going to have to wait until later. I needed an idea of what I was dealing with first. I'd get in touch with the FBI office, the art forgery guys. I'd made a note on my clipboard to call Kenyon in Chicago and climbed back into the trailer. I need the name of your business and any partner, silent or general. Miss Fenimore was getting boring. But the treasures, potential treasures, lay waiting in the dim trailer. Second Sun Gallery, same address. My partner is Paolo Segundo. He isn't silent. A foreign national. I paused, lifting the lid on a box. Paolo could still give me pause, though we'd been business partners, nothing more, for six months. When we came out to Jackson Hole from New York seven years before, it had been different. But our relationship worked better as strictly business. We rediscovered that at least once a year. Naturalized from Argentina. Miss Fenmore scribbled. I lifted an Indian basket wrapped in tissue paper. It was round and looked very old. It would require research to figure out where it was from. I made a note to call my friend at Sotheby's Auction House in New York. It says here, affiliations and organizations, the policewoman said. I gave her my credentials. Where'd they find this trailer? Abandoned at a rest stop on the interstate, about a hundred miles from here, she said. They traced it to a U-Haul dealer in Clearwater, Florida. Who rented it? Phony name and address. They're still checking. At noon, I left the police warehouse to meet my sister, Melina. My other reason, besides getting a breather from Paolo, for taking this consulting job. Melina lived in Missoula with her husband, Wade, an anthropology professor at the University of Montana. She was doing graduate work in sociology and teaching classes at the local career center. We settled into a booth at Montana Pies, a place that looked like a vinyl-clad truck stop but smelled like your grandmother's kitchen. I noticed the circles under Melina's eyes when she rubbed them behind her glasses. We hadn't had much time to talk late last night when I arrived. So tell me about you and Paolo. 
Melina sipped her water. History. For good this time, I said. Her question, unlike Miss Fenimore's, didn't catch me off guard. He's got a new girlfriend. Rock climber, blonde, muscular thighs, sinewy arms. Thinner, too. I expected a comment about that description, like, why do you always compare yourself to them? But Melina slipped away mentally, gazing out the window at the shimmering asphalt parking lot. I tried to read her face. Becoming a salesman had made me a student of faces, of people. To kill the boredom, I tried to read each one. But Norwegians were the worst. Melina and I had been brought up to show no pain. Her face was placid, blank. But that could sometimes be a clue, too. So what is it? I said, cutting to the chase. What is what? Melina smoothed back her frosted.